just with the piano playing. You can just keep playing. Don't you want to prepare your heart as soil to receive the word of God this morning? Say, Pastor, how do I prepare my heart? One or two ways. Who bereik my heart for for the saat van die woord? It's very belangrijk. As jy onvergifnis het in jou hart en bitterheid vergewe nou vir daardie persoon of persoene wat jou te nagekom het. Right now, forgive those that person or people that have come and done injustice to you. Maybe you are totally innocent but the Lord's prayer says, Father forgive me my trespasses as I forgive them that trespassed against me. Don't you want to forgive? If it's people you know, maybe it's people you don't know, you've never met, you've only seen them. Maybe it's authority figures, maybe it's government, maybe it's, doesn't matter, forgive right now. Let's prepare our hearts for the seed of the word. Come on, let's Right now, I just want us to use that time. Just forgive and set free. Say, Father, I come to you in Jesus' name and I lift up whoever this person is and I forgive them for they know not really what they've done or are doing. I set them free because I want my heart to be good soil to receive your seed. You can't have poison in the ground and then put in good seed. It confuses Just release that person. See that freedom that will start to come your way. Forgive those people. Forgive that person. Deep in your heart, forgive and set free. Just release. Spreek vrij. God het jou dan vrij gesprek. Just set free. Have the guts by faith. Another way to prepare your heart is maybe you've been so filled with pride, so filled trots that you say, Excel, my level recht doen, man. I can't all your goodies no recht. Maar jy weet dit werk nie uit nie. Don't you want to just say, Father, vergewe my vir my arrogantie en my trots. Ek kom en ek leed dit neer, want ek wil nederig voor u wees, dat my hart soos goeie grond die saad van die woord kan ontvang volgens. En dat daar oes sal kom op die waarheid van hierdie woord. Somehow pride and arrogance doesn't work in the kingdom just the two don't go together and if God shows you any other way just prepare your heart this morning thank you Jesus for your presence in this building through your Holy Spirit.
that you love your children so much. Everyone standing and sitting in this building, you love so much. We want to give over what we can't control. We want to clean our hearts that will be soil that receives the seed of the word. Touch us right now. Pray that you'll come in your own gentle way, precious Holy Spirit, and just flood this building with your presence. Work deep in the hearts of your children, Lord. We choose to open our hearts for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you in Jesus' name. (coughs) Thank you, music team. Daai oor die grond was nie beplan om vandag te spraat daar nie. It wasn't planned this morning and I just feel it. It was the Holy Spirit saying, Our hearts are ground. And your heart is designed for seed. The seed of the word. You made for that. That's why Satan wants us to have our Bibles full of dust. And fill our ground with every other seed that doesn't really produce good harvest. Die vijand wil hee, die Bijbel, die woord van God moet stof opgaar en dat ons ons harte hierdie grond en dan praat ek nie van as jy moet jou werk doen nie en dan doen jy kursus en jy leer iets niet nie. There's nothing wrong with that. God knows that. I'm talking about filling your heart with seed that you think's going to help you break through when you know and you know and you know that it's only God's seed that gives you a breakthrough. Not other stuff. Baie dankie vir hulle wat mooi gemaakt het vir vandag. Dis baie prachtig vir die span. Dis genuine baie special. Vir ochend wil ek praat oor paasfeest of paasover. En hier is een baie belangrike ding wat ek wil doen. En ek spring maar net in in geloof, want jylle hart is alles nou mooi vir die saad van die woord nie. Celebrated event, true, Easter, we don't really like the word Easter so much as Passover, but the Easter time for Christians is a celebrated time all over the world. And Ek moet nou mooi sê wat ek sê, want ek kyk bykie die nies en hulle het, hulle het flitse van oorsee waar hulle nou hierdie paas naweek vier en nou loop die mense met Jesus op een kruis en een klomp statues en goed en ek nok nou nie aan ons hoe hulle dit doen nie. Nou, nou loop hierdie mense so in die straat met hierdie beeld van Christus op die kruis En die mense in die straat heil en hulle kom soen daar die, die beeld. En hulle maak een baie groot respect, hulle maak een baie groot event oor paas na week, oor die dood van Jezus. En dis, dis terrible, hulle heil oor Christus was dood is. Maar my vraag is, 
vir jou en vir my, is het paas tyd, hierdie vier, vijf dae, wat ons vakantie daar het, het dit verder gestrek in jou leven als net een keer een jaar event. Have I taken Passover or Easter, have I taken it further than just being a very special event we must remember as Christians? Must we remember it? Yes, het ons die voorig een keer een jaar op ons kalender in ons land, ons is nie op die kalender communistische land wat het weier, so ons het vryheid om paasnaweek te vier, en dis goed so. Ons word herinner aan wat gebeur het, duisende jare terug. Maar die vraag is, is hierdie paar dae, hierdie event, hierdie tyd, het hy verder gestrek in jou leven als een levenswijse, of is het een baie heilige drie dae op die christenkalender? You, you've got to have Passover as a lifestyle, not as an event. It's got to go further than three days a year. And I'm not saying don't celebrate it. Because guys have passie spelen. And I've been to, Karine and I were at one of the best passie spelen in the world in Canada. They take years to prepare. Fantastic outdoor passion. Passion play of the Christ that's crucified. It's fantastic. The art, the actors. It's just, it's amazing what these people do. They play out the whole story of Peter and the healing and the mom and the in-laws. And it's just like, it's incredible what they do. But Christ that died on the cross didn't die that we'll celebrate this Easter weekend or Passover weekend once a year with great respect. And we'll cry when we see the cross and the thorns. And we cry and it's so sad. And then in a week's time we're back to square one with our life. It's a lifestyle in my gebed is dat die saad van die woord, ek leer iets niets op die oomlik. Ek leer, en verseker moet my hart recht wees, as goeie grond, maar ek leer, daar is enorme kracht, in die eenvoud, in die gees, in die eenvoud van Godse woord, om my leven te verander. As christen, as ek sê my leven verander. Ek, ek kan het nie beskryf, guys. We've got to step into this dimension that when God's word speaks to us, we receive that seed and there's immediately something in us that knows I've received something from God. Else it's just, ach, it's not a versie wat ek ken. Verstaan jy wat ek sê? Oh, van God het so lief die wereld gehad, en ons boorig, kom ons sing het, van God het die wereld, en ons ken het, dit is net Johannes 3,16. Guys, there's power in the seed of his word, when our hearts are right as good soil. And that's what we want to release today. To shift you and me out of events, into lifestyle. 
Anders te wacht ons vir die volgende event. Welcome to those watching. Else we, we just wait for the next great event to touch us spiritually. If there's one good thing that happened in my life here through this time when we, when Karina and I were off in isolation with COVID, is I couldn't do anything. I, I, I had to, I built a model motorbike that I did do. <laughs> I built a very real replica of a motorbike sitting in, on my bed with a tray with this model the, the real, real model. Sorry, I don't have photos. And um, someone said to me, how are you feeling? I said, no, I'm building a motorbike. And the guy sent me a message and said, you can't keep a good man down. Whatever you do, you'll build a motorbike. <laughs> if it's not in the garage, then I'm building one in the bedroom. It's one of the models with the gom, and it's sitting so on my car. But beter the motorfiets with the gom, is het baie boring om twee weke te le en die bed en niks te doen nie? It's quite boring. Eh? And I made a choice that I want to sit with the simplicity, nothing complicated, of just the word and let the word touch me. And it was simple, my prayer. Not, oh, you deep goeders. Just, Father, thank you for this morning. And I pray that as I go through these scriptures, that you're going to touch my spirit, Lord, and touch my heart with the simple truth of your word, the seed of the word. And just suddenly, joy. Someone, I spoke, it was beyond them that stopped the other day by me, and we were talking about trying to get happiness from the world and trying to get fulfillment, which is real, but it's so false. But, but when the Lord gives you that, it's like a lightness. It's like a burden that's off you. Isn't that amazing how when God lifts you, it's different. Uh, you can't explain it. It's a, hoor my mooi, daar is rede hoekom ek hierdie sê, is iets in die geest. Ek is maar een bykie, uh, uh, nie met baie geld nie, maar ek is een retail therapy ou. Ek hou daarvan om in een winkel te gaan en goed te koop, want dan voel ek beter. Nee, jylle dames, mans, enige van jylle hier, Nou, so ek gaan dan in een paankieswinkel en ek koop iets vir 10 rand en 5 rand en dat my vrou nie te kwaad is nie, dan kom ek huis toe, dan voel ek genuine, ek voel goed. But die goed is nie diezelfde goed voel soos die innerlijke mens, wanneer die saad van die woord, jou licht, sê krijg. There's something that lifts your burden with God that's different to what the world can give. And as Christians, we don't have to go back to the world and keep seeking the things the world gives because it gives but it's not the real thing. It's not the same. And so I will, with the infight of the word for the will I encourage you to come to Christ and the opstanding of Jesus. This is why we are here today. You can see the first picture. You can just keep that on for a while. Why did Jesus come? Now we're going to start with just the seed of the word. The word's going to touch you today. Why did Jesus come? Is your heart up? Say, my heart is up. Goeie grond. Now gaan Ellen nie die werk doen nie. Ellen gaan nie probeer met oortuigende woorde jou oortuig dat iets gebeur in jou. Heilige Geest gaan sy woord vat. 
and he's going to plant that word in your spirit. Okay, is that a deal? Heilige Geest gaan die woord plant in jou, in jou hart volg. Nie Ellen's oortuiging nie. Right, we're going to start with the first verse. Romans 4 verse 24 in Afrikaans. Maar ook om ons ontwil aan wie dit toegereken sal word. Ons wat glo in hom wat Jezus onze Heere uit die dode opgewek het. Ons is allemaal happy. Nou, wat oorgelever is, terwille van ons misdade, en opgewek is, terwille van ons rechtvaardig maken. Twee keer. Terwille. Dit is een tweeling. Want jy dit die others. We're going to start a proper process this morning. Number one, terwille. Jesus came and died on the cross, shed his blood, and the whole thing of the crucifixion, and rose again, terwille van jou sonde. Laat het insink. Terwille van jou sonde, nie biermanse sonde nie. Gelukkig zijn er ook. Terwille van jou sonde, en, daar komen B, gedeelte B daarvan, terwille van jou, rechtvaardig maak. Jesus didn't just come to pay for your sins, he came for your justification and make you righteous. You have to let that fall into your spirit. Because Satan says, and has got us in tradition to, be, to really believe Jesus died for our sins. But this whole thing of I'm righteous and I'm, and I'm justified before God, that's now a dark area. No, it's not. It's the same work, the same price. Die selfde prijs wat betaal is vir jou sonde, is betaal vir jou rechtvaardig making. Please, can a host just go and help me? Thank you. Someone is coming in late. <coughs> Maak dit sin. Ek gaan jou nie oortuig nie. As jy glo Jesus het kwaai vir jou sonde gesterf, maar hierdie hele rechtvaardiging en, en justification is net a dark spot. Guys, it's the same blood, the same price was paid for both. And you need to accept that. Amen? Because that's where your life changes. I have the freedom of the sin being released, and I start walking in justification and righteousness. Then I start to live in Christ. If you throw that part out, all you know is, He's forgiven me. He's forgiven me. He's forgiven me. He's forgiven me, which He has. But He hasn't just forgiven me. He's brought me into a new life in Jesus. It's a seed going in. You'll see. I put my faith in God and His seed that your life will change after being here today. Sometimes our struggle is for mahala. Sometimes we struggle mahala. 
We don't have to struggle. Me included. I've struggled so many times as a Christian. Unnecessary. Unnecessary struggles. I take the burdens on myself. I try and sort them all out. I try and fight the devil myself. I try and do this myself. I try and fix this myself. When he said he paid for your sin. And he's paid for your justification. Just as if you'd never sinned. And he calls you into a righteous stand with him. It's too good. But it is true. He did it. That's why this whole thing of working for your salvation is nonsense. Let's read it in English. It says the words, it was credited to him, Romans 4, were written not for him alone, but also for us to whom God will credit righteousness. In other words, it's talking about Abraham. For us who believe in him who raised Jesus, from, uh, raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. He was delivered to death without the shedding of blood, if there's no death of an animal and no blood, the sins could never be covered. Jesus died and his blood was shed to deal with our sin, but he also didn't just stay a dead offering with the blood that covered his blood. He stood up and his blood removed our sin as far as the east is from the west, and he stood up. Why did he stand up? Yes, to be with the Father, but what's our involvement? He stood up so we can be justified forever. Human beings, mainstorm, we can be justified through his resurrection. So that's why we celebrate the death, Friday, Good Friday, death, today, Resurrection Sunday. We celebrate his resurrection. It's a package You can see the open grave. Isn't that wonderful? He was resurrected. And two things happened around his death at Passover. Two things we'll share on today. Stuff you know. But I know stuff, but it doesn't always change me. The blood and the body. We're going to do the blood and the body. The blood and the body. Die bloed en die lichaam. Die bloed en die lichaam. Wein en die brood. So kom ons begin met daai. Ons het nou nou gesê, dis terwille van ons. Maar kom ons kyk die bloed. Ephesians 1, vers 7 en 83 vertaling. Dier die bloed van sy sien, is ons verlos. En is ons oortredinge vergewe, krachtens die reike genade van God. Dier sy bloed van sy sien is ons verlos en is ons oortredinge vergewe. 
Is dit recht? Dit sê het nogal verlos nie. Wat beteken verlos? Verlos is verlos nie. Sê saam met my. Ek is nie net vergewe nie. Kom on guys. Ek is nie net vergewe. Ek is ook verlos. Dier sy bloed. Jy sien, hierdie moet insink met ons. As ek nou slechte goeikies doen, dan sê ek, jammer Jesus, dan weet ek, die Heer het my vergewe. Morgen doen ek maar net weer die selfde ding. Maar hy sê in hierdie vers, sy bloed verlos ons van sonde. Verlos, what said in English? Deliver. That's different to just forgive. So let it sink in. Let the seed of the word sink in. Deliver and forgive is two different things. You've forgiven, but his blood also delivers. But my heart has to accept that word this morning. I need that seed of the word inside me. See you okay? It's important. Verlos. I love that word. Verlos. En is ons oortredinge vergewe. Oortredinge is verlos en vergewe. Beautiful. Through what? The blood. Only the blood. As a Christian, stop looking for other ways to be free. Stop running everywhere. And... Let me keep quiet. Eventually, we start doing funny things and funny practices to get peace when the peace is lying in the blood of Jesus. And some Christians will even pay and go away for a weekend on some funny course or something and come back to try and get peace when the blood of Jesus is right there with him. And he's paid the price. Okay. Let's go to the, that's the blood. Let's go to the body. What is the power in this Holy Communion? 1 Peter 2.24, it says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross. Let's just start, stop there first. Hy het ons sonde in sy fysische lichaam verdra, gedra, he bore, he carried our sins in his body. Oh, I didn't write this. He carried our sins, Kursi, in his body. He carried them in his body. I love this. Because this is a miracle. He carried the old Frot Allen who just misses the mark over and over and over. Can't say the right thing. Can't do the right thing. Can't decide the right thing. Always say wrong. Hurt people. Dude, he carried all of that and the separation between man and God, he carried in his body. And this is where 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes we've been healed. 
is so pulled out of context, especially for new communities, because all they do is think of physical healing. And that's not wrong. But he died and bore my sins in his body so that I can be healed of being under the slavery of sin for the rest of my life. That's part of the healing. That I don't have to be spiritually wounded all the time and always have issues and always angry and always bitter and always filled with judgment. He's, he bore by his wounds and his stripes, I've been healed. Why? Because he took that bitterness, that judgment, that hatred, that anger, that sin. He took it in his body for my healing. It's done. But is your heart good ground for the seed? I need good ground. The kingdom seed works in good ground. It brings a harvest that's inexplainable. It's fantastic. Is it okay? When you worry on celebrate, on celebrate say opstanding. Ekes bevoer is that the word? Met die werk wat hy gedoen. He says he bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. Then he says, by his wounds we've been healed. Healed of what? Healed of the curse that we can never be righteous. I've been healed by his wounds. And all we do is say, nee, jy het een verkouwe kom, Jesus sê, dier sy wonder is jy genees. Dat is reg, maar wie wat? Die kruis dood het baie verder gegaan met sy lichaam, as net om een verkouwe te genees. Dis ons mensdomse siekheid van apart van God, en die onvermoe om God te behaag, in Christus is genees. Dier wat? Sy lichaam wat ons sondes gevat het op. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that a miracle? He took my sin on his body so that I can live for righteousness. Not try and be righteous. I can live in this righteousness. I can live it. Or I can choose not to. Let's go again back to blood. Look how beautiful it is. Hebrews 9 verse 14. One of my favorite verses. Boy, oh boy, I love this verse. Hoeveel die bloed nou, hoeveel te meer sal die bloed van Christus ons gewete bevry? Verloos, bevry. Onthou jy, ons het nou nou gepraat oor die bloed wat vergewe en verloos. Sê saam met my, sy bloed bevry my van een slechte gewete. Is dit nie mooi nie? In English, his Bible says, how much more will the blood of Jesus, in English it doesn't say befray, but it says, cleanse my conscience. That's not a once a year event. That's a lifestyle. I say ugly thing to my wife, and I'm really sorry. I can really go to God and say, Father, forgive me for the way I spoke to my wife. It's worrying me. May your blood cleanse my conscience. So I won't start silly things, but I can not do these dead works to try and please God or anybody. Okay. 
van ons geweten bevrijden van die last van die daden wat tot dood leidt, zodat so ons die levende God kan dienen. Wie is zwaar om die levende God te dienen met de slechte geweten die hele tijd? Dus wat Werner gezegd, je toen hij gepreek het, druk je terug nader aan, druk je je geweten zo so in die rooi en laat je nader aan niet eens meer een geweten wil nie. Maar God sê nee, ek wil een gewete vars hee, so as jy verkeerd wandel, kan je gewete dadelijk praat, en die bloed van Jezus kan constant kom reinig, dat je kan voortgaan met je leven met hom. Ons moet niet bij plek kom, dat ons ons gewete sê, sins het, sins het, sins het, that eventually, I don't care what I say, I don't care how I talk to my wife, I don't care how I talk to my friends, I don't care how I talk to my workers, I don't care how I interact with people, I don't care, their conscience is so down, God says no, while you've got this conscience working, let the blood cleanse your conscience, that you can live with Christ. Is it right? Hiervoor het Christus immers homself, just look again, hiervoor het Christus immers homself as volkome offer dier die ewige gees aan God geoffer. Hiervoor, waarvoor? Om ons gewete te reinig dat ons nie met twee dade is dat ons die Heere kan dien. Another reason why he gave him. He gave Jesus a massive package to forgive sin, to free from sin, to wash my conscience, set my conscience free from uh, this bondage of lies all the time that I'm useless. That's why he sent his son, so that you and me can live. Volkome offer. Sê saam my volkome. Jy kan maar ophou om te probeer offer om jou gewete beter te kry. Goeie dade doen dit, maar doen het uit Christus uit. Moe nie goeie dade doen, omdat dit jou gewete gaan laat beter voel. Die bloed laat jou gewete voel. Uit een skoon gewete gee offer. Then bring your gifts and help the poor, and do all of that, but don't do that to get a good conscience, you do that because I'm in Christ, amen, else, die las is die altijd op jou, die las gaan nie weg nie, let's look at the body, I love this, Hebrews 10, verse 10, and by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Say with me, sorry for the English, but I've read lots of Afrikaans verses. Say, I have been. It's done. I've been made holy. Once and for all, through his body. You see, don't strive to be holy. Now this sounds funny, eh? 
don't strive to be holy in your flesh because the holiness is given in Christ. Climb into Christ and you will live that life that he's already got for you. Does that make sense? Don't try and be a perfect person in your flesh, your own strength. You're going to fail. That's why he sent his son. Don't try and please God in your own strength, Eddie. It won't work. You've got to stop. Do it in Christ. Some people have twisted this and made an excuse. Ach, ek is reeds heilig, so ek kan net doen wat ek wil. Ach, jy weet, mos, dis mos nonsens, man. Ek kan nou nie soos die wereld gaan leef en sê, maar Jesus het my klaar heilig gemaakt. Dis verskoning om te speel. That's twisted out of context. Jesus het mos klaar betaal daarvoor, so ek kan mos net maak soos ek wil. Rarig. God het nie aan die slaap geraak nie. Hy het jou die vermoe in sy sien gegee, om daar die leven te lei, wat eindelijk jy voorgebouw is, in Christus. He's given you the ability in him to live that life of holiness. But something else happened, and this is the part that we're going to celebrate today. Lifestyle. You can put the pick on. <coughs> Two things happened which were very interesting. Twee goed het gebeur om, om around Easter with the Resurrection Sunday. And I'm not going to talk about the one. The one I'll talk about. The one is the curtain of the temple tore. Guys, I don't know if you understand what that means. The curtain wasn't an old sun-bleached lace curtain in your bathroom. You can't tear the temple curtain. It's too big. It's too thick. It's too high. It's woven too good. No man can walk up and tear the temple curtain. It's not a bathroom lace curtain. Two things happened. The curtain tore and the graves opened of the saints. In other words, when Jesus was resurrected, it was confirmed, oh death, where is your sting? Not even death can separate me from God. Never mind sin, not even death. Nothing can separate. You know where Paul says, niks kan my sky van die liefde van die Heere. Nie eers dood kan my sky Want toe Jesus opstaan, het die grafte oopgegaan. En daar die ou um, Abraham en, en die ouds, het Jesus aanvaar en sekere grafte het oopgegaan. En hulle, sê nie Abraham, maar hulle het opgestaan as een getuinis dat die dood oorwin is. En daarom moet paas naweek, een leefstijl wees, en nie iets wat ek een keer een jaar heil, omdat Jesus geleid het na sy dood. Dit is terrible. Maar daar is a celebration, because the curtain tore, with tremendous, now this is very important, with tremendous significance and impact, because no one was allowed beyond that curtain, except the high priest once a year. No one could enter into the Holy of Holies. In, if you want to 
put it that way. I know God is ever-present and He's in my heart, so don't get, I'm not confusing you. But nobody could go into that very presence of God except the high priest once a year by the blood of the lamb or the bull or whatever it was, and it was accepted. Now, Jesus stands up out of death, and you know where that curtain tore? And it opened for you and me to enter in to his presence. That's why the Bible says, come to his throne with boldness. Kom na sy troon met, is het vrijmoedigheid in Afrikaans. Kom na sy troon toe met vrijmoedigheid. To die gordijn toe is, wat het die skrif nie gewerkt nie. Jy kom nie daar in met vrijmoedigheid nie. To die curtain tee, he says, come into my, come into my presence, or come boldly before his throne of grace. Come with vrijmoedigheid. Maar waarin lee hier die vrijmoedigheid? Waarin lee hier die boldness? Dit gaan in die eerste vier verse wat ons gedoen het. My vrijmoedigheid, my boldness to enter, comes in through the complete work of the cross. I'm bold because of the blood of Jesus. I'm bold because of his work on the cross, his body. I'm not bold because I'm a tough guy. I come in by the blood of the Lamb of God I enter. And I say, Lord, you've invited me into your presence. No man can come into your presence, but I come by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus. By your body I enter in. Thank you that you've opened your heart for me who wasn't even allowed near, never mind beyond. I'm not even of the Jewish. I'm not even of the tribe of Levi. I'm not even a priest. I'm not near a high priest. I'm a Gentile saved by grace. And you tear the curtain so I can enter boldly, but only with one credential. It's the work of the cross. It's the only way I can go into God's presence. Not by good works, not by fasting, not by praying, not by knowing Bible verses, not by my surname, not by my culture. I can enter in no other way, Paul, except by the complete work of the cross. And that's why I said arrogance and pride doesn't work in the kingdom. Because Paul said I was of the tribe of Benjamin and all of he said all of these things. And he says it means nothing compared to knowing Christ and the power of his resurrection. This one's tema for the year, for me to know him and the power of his resurrection. Hebrews 10, verse 19 to 22. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place, by the blood of Jesus, I have confidence, but by his blood only. By a new and living way, opened for us through the curtain, that is his body. When his body was torn, the curtain tore, and his body opened up. That's why we have great respect for Holy Communion. Not once a year, lifestyle. 
He says, that is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with full assurance that faith brings. Remember I said faith. Having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. For those who are watching, I've got one more verse left and then I'm going into having Holy Communion. I will be asking you to please at home. We'll still listen to the last verse and then I'm going to close off. Please have Holy Communion at home if you have not been in a fellowship or a service where there is proper communion. Have it at home and go and enter in with confidence through the blood of the Lamb. Carries the last verse. This verse always touches me. There's even a part three to this death. Ek boop die saad val op goeie grond volgend. 1 Corinthians 15 vers 17, hy sê, en as Christus nie opgewek is nie, Maak sin nie. As Christus nie opgewek het nie, stop nie daar, dan sal dit net nog een lam gewees het, wat sy bloed sondes bedek het vir het seisoen. Want die lam wat geslag is in die oud testament, het nie opgestaan nie. Is dood. But he says, en as Christus nie opgewek is nie, is jylle geloof waardeloos, en jylle nog gevangen in jylle sondes. Sê saam met my, omdat Jesus opgewek is, is ek nie meer gevangen in my sondes nie. I didn't say so, the word says so. so. You must believe it by faith. He says, because Christ was resurrected, you're not enslaved to your sin anymore. Why? Because he broke the power of sin on the cross. You're not just forced to be a slave of sin. Ek is net een sonde die rest van my leven klaar. Ek is gevangen in die sonde, ek gaan nooit uitkom nie, dis klaar, dis maar my lot in die leven. Well, jy leef alleen. Want hy het gesê, dier sy opstaande, is die slavernij van sonde gebreek. But he says something interesting, part 3. Hy sê hier, hy sê, dan is ook die wat in Christus gesterf het, verloore. But dan sê hy iets oor hierdie opstanding wat my baie raak. Hy sê, as ons net vir hierdie lewe ons hoop op Christus vestig, is ons die bejammerinswaardigste. Jees, dis een lang woord. Jylle Afrikaans mense, het jylle al die woord gehoor? Bejammerinswaardigste van alle mense. As hy goodbye, and may God richly bless you to the people watching.